0: Come about the third hour he mounted his horse attended by all his friends and vassals and having everything in readiness he said my lords and gentlemen it is now time to go for my new spouse so on they rode to the village and when he was come near the father's house he saw her carrying some water from the well in great haste to go afterwards with some of her acquaintance to see the new marchioness When he called her by name, which was Griselda, and inquired where her father was, she modestly replied, My gracious lord, he is in the house. He then alighted from his horse, commanding them all to wait for him, and went alone into the cottage, where he found the father, who was called Gianucolo, and said to him, Honest man, I am come to espouse thy daughter, but would first ask her some questions before thee. He then inquired whether she would make it her study to please him, and not be uneasy at any time, whatever he should do or say, and whether she would always be obedient, with more to that purpose. To which she answered, Yes. He then led her out by the hand, and made her strip before them all, and ordering the rich apparel to be brought, which he had provided, he had her clothed completely, and a coronet set upon her head all disordered as her hair was, after which, every one being in a maze, he said, "'Behold, this is the person whom I intend for my wife, provided she will accept of me for her husband.' Then, turning towards her, who stood quite abashed, "'Will you,' said he, "'have me for your husband?' She replied, "'Yes, if so please, your lordship.' "'Well,' he replied, "'and I take you for my wife.' So he espoused her in that public manner, and mounting her on a palfrey, conducted her honourably to his palace, celebrating the nuptials with as much pomp and grandeur as though he had been married to the daughter of the King of France. And the young bride showed, apparently, that with her garments she had changed both her mind and behaviour. She had a most agreeable person, and was so amiable, so good-natured withal, that she seemed rather a lord's daughter than that of a poor shepherd, at which every one that knew her before was greatly surprised. She was, too, so obedient to her husband, and so obliging in all respects, that he thought himself the happiest man in the world, and to her subjects likewise so gracious and condescending, that they all honoured and loved her as their own lives.' Praying for her health and prosperity, and declaring, contrary to their former opinion, that Gualtieri was the most prudent and sharp sighted prince in the whole world, for that no one could have discerned such virtues under a mean habit and country disguise but himself. In a very short time, her discreet behaviour and good works were the common subject of discourse, not in that country only, but everywhere else. And what had been objected to the prince with regard to his marrying her now took a contrary turn. They had not lived together long before she proved with child, and at length brought forth a daughter, for which he made great rejoicings. But soon afterwards a new fancy came into his head, and that was to make a trial of her patience by long and intolerable sufferings. So he began with harsh words, and an appearance of great uneasiness, telling her that his subjects were greatly displeased with her for her mean parentage, especially as they saw she bore children, and that they did nothing but murmur at the daughter already born, which, when she heard, without changing countenance or her resolution in any respect, she replied, My lord, pray dispose of me as you think most for your honour and happiness, I shall entirely acquiesce, knowing myself to be meaner than the meanest of the people, and that I was altogether unworthy of that dignity to which your favour was pleased to advance me. This was very agreeable to the prince, seeing that she was no way elevated with the honour he had conferred upon her. Afterwards, having often told her in general terms that his subjects could not bear with the daughter that was born of her, he sent one of his servants whom he had instructed what to do who with a very sorrowful countenance said to her madame i must either lose my own life or obey my lord's command. now he has ordered me